You maniac! 24-7 Radio. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Go to SeanTGreen.com and click the Amazon link to support the show. And now, live from Silver Lake, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! Welcome everybody to The Green Room. We're doing it live here on SeanTGreen.com, presented by 247Comedy.com. Make sure you check those guys out. And sponsored by Amazon. Of course, you go to SeanTGreen.com. Click the Amazon link for, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go on here and explain what Amazon is. If you're using the internet, if you're using a computer, you know what Amazon is. Obviously, you know what the Green Room Podcast is. It's also a big river, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a big, huge river. Um, for those people, there's a lot of people confused. They Google, hey, where's that big, huge river? My mom doesn't know what Amazon.com <laughs> is. Well, see, maybe you can explain to her, hey, instead of just going to Amazon.com, you go to SeanTGreen.com, click the Amazon link, <laughs> and it opens as wide as the Amazon River is. That's how wide the selection of amazing online retail <laughs> products that Amazon has. So it's, it's that easy, Colby. I'd like to welcome on our guest on the podcast, Mr. Colby Dan. Colby, uh, thanks for coming on the program. Thanks for having me, uh, Sean there, buddy. No problem. I was just at your pilot screening last night. Colby Dent and uh, Rob Christensen, previous guest on the podcast uh, many different times, a uh, show regular, put together a uh, very hilarious pilot presentation, a uh, sitcom seemingly based on their lives, loosely based on their lives. It was <laughs> Colby Dent and Rob Christensen starring in a pilot called Low Lifes. You want to uh, explain a little bit more? Uh, yeah, Low Lifes is something that me and Rob wrote. It's pretty. We were both unemployed. We were both pretty much Low Lifes. Uh, in 2008 or 9-ish, and uh, we wrote it for a contest, and it finished third out of 1,000, I believe, and then we, the, only the first one got made, so we thought it was never going to get made, and sure enough, we emailed it to a bunch of people, and product got made, finally. Now, I feel like you're, uh, you know, you're... you're now it seems like it's a it's a little bit more difficult than that to get something made than just sending it out. Yeah, was yeah. it a lot of? Uh, I mean, you were obviously you wrote it, you acted in it, you helped put it together. Describe for someone who's never, I mean, for the people at home who didn't watch it, it was very uh, well produced, uh, high budget, shot very well. What does it take to get a budget to shoot your own sitcom? What do you got to do? Uh, you know, this kind of just. You know, if you if you know a lot of people, really, you send it out to a lot of people, and pretty much we had been friends with the director, uh, where I was trying to get a feature film we wrote, me and Rob wrote, done, and we almost had it done. We actually celebrated with these producers, and things fell apart, <laughs> like every right. other like every other now project is, in Hollywood. Now this is great because every time you get something. It's this is the story of the Hollywood uh, or or of Hollywood in general. Like, hey, something really great's gonna happen. Hey, don't get too excited. Hey, we're not. Get- <laughs> but in the back of your head, you're like, I'm so fucking excited right now. Exactly, this is gonna be the exactly, project, man. And I'm- then something happens. A guy really likes it. Gets passed on to someone. You're like, this is the one. Now, what do you mean you celebrate? Like, you got to that stage where you're like, all right, this is green lit. Pop the champagne, and like, then it- and then it got pulled out from underneath you. Well, the indie world is a very shit on people world like the indie world is people that are fake producers a lot of fake producers that say they have money and get, trying to get you in shitty deals 
Yeah. Can I curse? I'm sorry. Yeah, no? sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, so we met pretty much some scumbag producers. And right. And we thought... As scumbags, you're like, we yeah. can work with these yeah. guys. Yeah, I was like, these guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these scumbag producers, pretty much, yeah, we, 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 got, we had like the verbal agreement and, and everything. We celebrated, yes. And then... We had our hearts written, written out for us. But, uh, now, no, I mean, you don't have to explain the minutiae of it, but what was the basic thing? You guys had agreed, or you had an agreement to get this pilot made, and then they backed out the last second. No, no, this, no, no actually, this is, this is a feature film. No, oh, sorry, no, This sorry, is not yeah, Lowlife. This was a feature film that I wrote on a relationship that I was in, and that f- fell apart in... If anyone out there, any producers out there, I got a good, I got a good script <laughs> for you guys right now. The relationship fell apart and the script fell apart. Yeah, either way, and everything <laughs> fell apart. <right? laughs> now, real quick, what was the what was the premise of the uh, movie? Uh, it's called the Mister. Okay. And pretty much, it's like mistress, Mister. I dated a, or I don't know if dated is the right term. Sure. I saw a girl Had on the sex side, with. but I but for like a year. Now, what do you mean you saw her on the side? Was she married? She, she was no, she was not married, but she was in like a six-year relationship or something like that. I don't remember the exact year, but uh, it was crazy. It was a crazy stretch just because I thought it was just going to be a one-night stand, and I ended up liking the chick more than I realized. And then we started hanging. Like she sleep at my house four or five days of the week. I don't know how the guy didn't know. <laughs> and and then uh, so oh, okay, yeah. Let's rewind a little bit. This is a fascinating story <laughs> that obviously you're you were into as well. She was he, paying my rent. <laughs> All right, let's let's not get too ahead of ourselves. This is a, this is a, this is a gold mine here. Okay, so how do you how do you meet this chick? Uh, I was at the time bartending. Okay, and she was the yeah. manager of the movie theater across the street from the bar. Okay, real quick for people, obviously not familiar with Colby's work. He's a bartender, also a super likable guy who just knows a ton of people. I feel like. You know almost everyone in Los Angeles, Orange County, the whole surrounding. We'll get we'll get your whole scope. But Colby is <laughs> one of those guys that everyone, no one, I haven't heard anyone talk shit on Colby. He's just like, oh hey Colby, oh yeah, good good guy, solid guy. I would bet this girl that I broke up with, or whatever the hell you want to call it, whatever we had, yeah, would be talking a lot of shit right. about me right now. See, now <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate her. the compliment. <laughs> I don't know her. I don't run in her circle. Okay, so you're bartending. She's working at the movie theater across the street. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're hanging out, and then what? She comes in to get a drink. She comes in to get a drink. I had seen her once before with a friend of mine, and I thought she was attractive. And she comes in, has a drink, and I I purposely flirt and purposely make sure she does not pay for that drink. (laughs) Do what every bartender should do when you like a girl, right? Yeah, bartender, man. That just sounds like such a sweet gig. It was good. It was uh, some good times of uh, you know, out on the on the on the prowl. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, you guys doing a little bit of flirting? Uh, now is this is this a older woman, younger? No, same younger. Age? She at the time was twenty two or twenty three. Okay, and she had been in a relationship that long yeah. already. Yeah. Okay. All right. So she comes in now. Does she early on? Does she mention she has a boyfriend? Because I feel like some girls that are like looking to get out of it will throw that out early. Like I, I don't. Oh, think I'm just not happy at home. Blah blah blah. She conveniently probably did not tell me, if I recall correctly. But other people told me. But I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I was like, I'm Ricky Henderson. I'm going to steal this chick. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say congratulations. You're the first person to make a Ricky Henderson <laughs> reference. I don't know how this has not happened before, but Ricky Henderson, when it comes to, you know, impropriety in relationships, congratulations, Colby Dad. You are the Ricky first. Henderson and right the there. first. Ricky well, I didn't ha- successfully steal, though. I got, I got tagged <laughs> out. I got tagged out. 
Now, did you do a, a press conference like Ricky Henderson afterwards? <laughs> Ricky Henderson, his. If you're not a diehard sports fan, just Google uh, Ricky Henderson press conferences, yes. and you will have a field day. Just that, <laughs> how. How poor he knows the language. And he speaks and, himself in third person sometimes. Oh, he just yeah, talks yeah. about Ricky this, yeah. Ricky that. <laughs> uh, if you're familiar with the movie Major League, Wesley Snipes' character is basically a toned-down exactly. Ricky Henderson. Exactly. Okay, so you meet this girl. You're flirting with her, buying her drinks. Yep. Now, what's the, what's the move? See, I feel like I've never really hooked up with a bartender. I mean, well, take it back. I did hook up with a bartender once, but it was like down the road when she wasn't bartending anymore. Now, as a guy's angle, it's probably a little bit different, but what what's kind of the move of, like, you know, this is not your normal bar flirting, and she's actually interested? You is know, there, like, a signal? I, well, I think, well, what happened is she came in that one day, I, and then the second day, the second time she came in, I mean, I think she already had the idea that she liked me, and I liked her, because she didn't pay for the drink, and I, would, <laughs> you know. And uh, you were fine with that? Yes. And uh, the next time she came in, I just was like, oh, I'm really going to, you know, and sure enough, I think I asked her for a ride home. I, didn't, I don't have a car, so. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> and at the time, I was in Orange County, bartending in Orange County, living in Hollywood. Wow. So, for anyone who doesn't know that, uh, if you're listening in other parts of the country, it's about, what, 60 miles? Yeah, it's about an hour. I mean, in, without traffic, it would take an hour. Without yeah, hour without and a half. Traffic, yeah, hour and a half. Now, how would you do that without... See, I would. Uh, what I did is when, when I moved out here from the East Coast, I knew I didn't have a car, but I had this job lined up. So I'd take the subway to Union Station, then I'd get on the Amtrak mm. and get dropped off a mile from my work and walk the mile. Yeah, it's not right? too bad. But financially, Amtrak, I knew I had to find a middleman, so I became friends with the Amtrak drivers, so I got free Amtrak whenever I want. <laughs> I'm not gonna put See, that's what I'm telling there, you. Right? Colby knows everyone. <laughs> You thought, oh, Colby doesn't know everyone. Yep. He's got inside Iggy. He's got inside information on Amtrak drivers from Union Station, Orange County. I got you. Whenever you go to San Diego, I got you. Yeah, next time I go to an Angels game, I'm going to call I Colby. Got you. Yo, I'm sure you know the yeah, guy. They'll give you some free alcohol, too. <laughs> I, they'll really hook you up, man. No, like, dude, I believe you. My I'm, man my man at Amtrak, he told me, Colby, if you want, I'll reserve a whole boxcar for you. Like, for you and your people, if you ever want to go. Yeah. No, I, I've heard uh, good things. Next time I go down to San Diego, I'm going to call you up, Colby. I'm going to go, hey, give me the special. I'm going down to San Diego. And I got I'm you. to take the business class train. You get the business class, man. You get the bottle of water. You get the peanuts. It's, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> okay, so you figured out. You already got your scheme on the Amtrak. You figured that out. Yep. Now you're, go, you're taking the Now Am- I'm trying to scheme this girl away from her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Who somehow works for Amtrak. Yeah. No. Um, okay, so let's not... Plenty, plenty of angles to divert to here, but okay. So she came in the second time. Second time she goes to drive me, not back to L.A. I asked her to drive me to my my friend's house. Oh, okay. And we do, and we kind of you know just make out in the car for a sure. while. And uh, but I didn't think this was like I said I didn't, at the time I did not think it was going to be long distance or anything or, or or I mean not long distance but I, you, I, you I thought it was going to be a one night stand. Right. Yeah. That's all you're hoping for. You're a dude. Uh, you're a bartender. Yeah, you're com- yeah. you're commuting to a bartending job. You're just like, <laughs> hey, this is a chick who's interested. Yeah. I'm gonna roll. I'm sure, with I had some drinks in me too. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> is a bartender taking a train to work? <laughs> <laughs> if you were sober, I'd be like, this man's a sociopath. <laughs> I'm really concerned about this guy. So, okay, so making out, things going yeah, good. Yeah, and then I think like, uh, I think. 
pretty sure we made out, and then she had to go or something. So I said, come to L.A. tomorrow. She came to L.A. Next thing you know, penis to vagina. <laughs> That's right? the, uh, Tequila, I, pe- penis, vagina. It's, dude, it's, it, that was great because you were like – you're uh, trying to do the double entendre of like, next thing you know, things happen. We got it on. Next thing you know, penis, vagina. <laughs> tequila was somewhere in there, too. Okay. So tequila, penis, and vagina, no middleman. You guys yeah. hook up. Now, I'm guessing it was a great experience for you? or oh, it, 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 was a, it was a beautiful experience to me. Uh, I think it started. We were at a Mexican beautiful. restaurant. I might have got a, a hand job under the table. Wow. <laughs> That's when you know it's a good night. Yeah, it was already starting off. I was like, like she made the move first. <laughs> That's got to be right? uncomfortable when you're sitting in the Mexican place. Like, ah, I'm just going to yeah. take a nap. That's the thing. I, at these Mexican restaurants in L.A., I'm ready to take a nap just after eating a chimichanga because it's like heavy. You got yeah. the beans. Have you been you to got... El Compadre? That's where it was Oh, at. dude. El I Compadre. love El Compadre. Great, great Mexican food. El Compadre. Right. And a... <laughs> I don't know if it's amazing um, as, like, authentic Mexican, but they have chimichangas, which is a fried burrito, which a lot of places don't have because they do the more traditional Mexican. And, uh, you know, the Mexicans, huge health nuts, so they don't like the <laughs> fried food, apparently. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's more Tex-Mex, the fried burrito, whatever. El Compadre, one of the few places that has one. There's one down the street here, uh, uh, down the street in Silver Lake, and there's one in uh, West Hollywood as well. Great burritos. They do the flaming margaritas. Took yeah. my mom there, taking dates there. And Classy next, place. <laughs> next week they'll be sponsoring John's show. <laughs> my mom also finished. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, but like honestly, you want to take a nap regardless after eating that. I could only yeah. imagine fooling around to completion. There's no. I would just be passed out there. So you have a great time at El Compadre. Yeah, <laughs> that's so hilarious. Like we just. We are really kindred spirits, Colby. Our idea of a date is having the girl pick us up. We yeah. suggest El Compadre. Yeah. We buy you a burrito, some flaming margaritas. Hand we job under the table. <laughs> we take you back to our place. We, yeah. Sex is implied. We have sex. It was a good experience. It was a, it was a beautiful night that night, you know? It was, okay. Uh, uh, All right. So now, now here's the thing. You have the hookup. She lives in Orange County. There's gotta, was there any weirdness initially? No, I, I think, man, what it really was is, is uh, why I, at the time I, I liked this chick so much was the, the personalities were there. Like, I, I, the chick could joke. The chick could joke back. So I was like, right after the first time, I was like, a second time happened. And then I was like, man, I, I was trying to tell myself, all right, well, after one week, cut Kobe, it off. Don't get yeah. After one don't week, cut feelings. it off, Kobe, right? <laughs> and and I'm, maybe the same for her. I don't know. Um, but so next thing you know, it's a year later. <laughs> So now you have a year of this where you're working at this job. You're commuting via train, maybe an hour, hour and a half. It's kind of a ball-busting gig, but you're up in Hollywood trying to do the comedy thing, obviously, when you can. Yeah, and, she, and she's driving to my show – or she, not my shows. Oh, my, yeah, my shows, but she's driving from Orange County to L.A. She would go to her boyfriend's house, text me being like, I'm coming over tonight. Yeah. And no, no. Every, so every you night. were you knew about the boyfriend early on? Well, she told me. Pro- no, I mean, I people. Yeah, people had told me. I had not yeah. heard from her until maybe like, I I would say right before the first time, maybe maybe El Compadre. <laughs> <laughs> right, but the waiter is like, uh, "Can I get you anything for your?" Well, it's not your girlfriend; it's yeah. someone else's yeah, girlfriend. Exactly, the Mister. Right. So, uh, where are we at now? Okay. Uh, 
did we, you guys had hooked up. You started hooking yeah, up. And I knew I liked this chick more. Uh, more than now, was most there a point where, I got to imagine, like you said, you like this girl. You're obviously kind of getting invested in this relationship. Is there a point where you start getting jealous of the fact that you she has a boyfriend? At first, it's like kind of funny, like, hey, yeah. uh, this yeah. is just some loser dude. But then eventually, you're like, I think it happens three naturally. Mo- and, and three months yeah. in, you're yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. wait. Who is this dude? Like, fuck this guy. You should be with me. Of course, me. of course. I mean, especially when I get drunk and I'm Irish and I'm just like, ah, this <laughs> fucking guy. Uh, yep. But, I mean, I told myself, I was trying to, like, psych myself out, like, Kobe, you don't care. Yeah. And then you're like, why are you saying that? See, now, in the back of your head, like you said, you're probably going, oh, I'm commuting down to Orange County via train. This is kind of pain in the ass. I'm working this bartending gig. Hopefully, I get some more stuff going on in LA, and then she's down in Orange County. That's a huge commute. That's not going to work. She's younger. There's so much stuff working against it. Don't get invested in it. But then you're, but, but, uh, you know what I like about you, Sean, is because you would think about things like that. Me, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't look at chances and say, hey, I'm probably not going to get the the winning side here. This guy's all successful. You know, he's got a good job and shit. I'm sitting over here scumbag and bartending. You know, <laughs> but that's the chick. That's the guy chicks like. They like a guy. I go for it. You know, that's Chicks, me. <laughs> quote me on this, Colby. Chicks like penny stocks. They like the guy that they can invest in. Oh, this stock's only four cents, but if I put a lot of seed money in this company, <laughs> he could become a blue chip stock. They don't like the, uh, you know, they don't like investing in Google or Apple because the share price is so high and they demand so much and they don't need your help. Facebook, oh, I mean, Facebook's a bad idea because it's, it's going to be a penny stock. I don't know. It'll probably do all right, but... <laughs> Apple doesn't need you to invest in it to save it. I got you. Chicks are like that idea of, hey, I got some seed money. I'm going to throw it in Colby Dan. (laughs) Right now, look at him. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's like uh, Bill Murray in Stripes. When he says, (laughs) I am the acorn that becomes the mighty oak, and she's all pissed off. He goes, what do you mean I can't grow? He goes, look at me. Talk about massive potential for growth. (laughs) So, so women are kind of attracted to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, just I'm a good-looking bastard. Maybe I don't yeah, know. That's I don't know. that's probably right. It. I don't know. I'm I'm messing around. I'm really a scumbag. No, it's um, all right. You can you can compliment yourself, Cole. You I, don't I just don't feel good up. when I compliment myself. <laughs> it feels uncomfortable as a comedian. I understand. Comedically, there's not a lot there to earnestly complimenting yourself. No, actually, I'm a decent human being who deserves love and joy. <laughs> not a lot of laughs there. Traditionally. Yeah, yeah, not there. So, okay. so yeah. Uh, so basically, I end up getting fired from uh, from the job, which you're gonna get. A, this is this is turning into f- love line here, right? Yeah, no, uh, dude, I love this. This, this is, is how this is how I get fired. I get new management comes into my restaurant. Now, what kind of a uh, restaurant bar? What kind sports of sports bar? Okay, now is yeah. this a? Uh, you don't have to give out the name. Is this a chain or is it like a local? Oh, cl- gladly give out the name. Champs oh. Sports Bar. <laughs> but now two that's... peas with two peas. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's even. I feel like the, every bar. I feel like every four blocks there's a Champ Sports Bar just because it's an ambiguous name. But the, okay, two P's, Champ two, Sports two Bar. Two P's. Well, I mean, it is a chain in the in the East Coast and. Oh really? Oh. Okay. This one closed down. Every job I go to, the the place closes down <laughs> after I leave. Somehow, somehow, <laughs> another another crazy Salmonella outbreak. <laughs> That Kobe Dan's not responsible for, but was somehow working there. I used to work the- for Blockbuster Video, too. I swear to God. I swear to God. And I worked for a go-kart nothing, track that went down. He has nothing to do with the Jack-in-the-Box E. coli <laughs> outbreak that cost someone 
their lives. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> Holy damn, not responsible. As far as I know. <laughs> Listen, yeah, sure, he defecated and <laughs> handled some frozen beef, but that was standard operating procedure at Jack in the Box. Yeah, I mean, come on, right? Okay, so you're at Champs. All right, okay. I feel like we're kind of uh, no, a little I, I over get the fired. Place. We get okay. we get new management comes in. Right. You know how it is, new management normally wants to fire the bartenders or sure. everybody, right? So I know this and the manager knows that I'm quote unquote dating or whatever the hell you want to call this predicament I'm in. Uh, the the chick the manager from the movie theater. Yeah, but she's across the street. There's she's, no yeah. But what happens is is X Men's coming out or X Men two or one of these or okay. fantastic one of these comic book shits. Yeah. And <laughs> the guy's like, he hears that I, through the, through the grapevine, that Colby is dating the manager of the movie theater. So he comes to me, and I'm about to go home for my brother's wedding. So he comes home, or he comes to me and goes, Colby, can you get, you think you can, like, get me on this opening night? Like, five tickets reserved so I don't have to stand in line, right? Yeah. So I, I'm like, man, I don't know this guy. I don't like this guy. But at the same time, like, let me get off on the good foot. So right, I, so yeah, I, so boss I hit, man, new yeah. boss man rolling in. So, okay. I hit, so I hit up the girl that I'm seeing, or whatever the hell you want to call it, <laughs> and, <laughs> and she hooks me up, right? Awesome. She hooks him up, gets some reserves. She had it, had it reserved and everything, hooks him up, probably some free popcorn in there, probably a soda or two, and, <laughs> and boom, I'm thinking I'm in good. Yeah. So then I go, I go back home for my brother's wedding. I come back, and it's Tuesday night. She comes into my bar, so it's literally just that weekend. Yeah, okay. And uh, she orders some chips and salsa. As I'm t- well, first off, I'm taking the bus tub up for the women. There's t- I work with two other chick bartenders. Yeah. Me as the guy and not the scumbag in this scenario. Yep. I take the bus tub up because I don't want to see the chicks struggling with this. As I do it, I'm outside of the bar. She tells me, Colby, can I get chips and salsa? I'm like, yeah. I go up and get her chips and salsa, but I haven't rung it into the computer yet. I come back around. They catch her. They're like, you didn't ring that up. Fire me. Wow. For chips and salsa. salsa. Something that's a dollar and twenty five cents. <laughs> Five years with the company. <laughs> now there was no one there was no like regional guy you could please. I your tried, case to. I tried. I had her write an email to the stuff and everything and and it just but but what's funny though is from here things get like crazy because Okay, so yeah, now you get fired for this BS reason. But now you don't have any reason to go down to Orange County yeah. anymore. You're back up in Hollywood, probably unemployed, doing unemployed, shows crashing and drinking couches, alcohol, drinking, <laughs> kind of just lose, you know, getting, yeah, lo- getting low lost life in, in the uh, in the uh, the rent cycle of a Los Angeles. And I'm worried about my rent situation. You know, my brother's hitting me up. My parents are hitting me up, being like, "Colby, how are you doing this?" Right? Yeah. Well, the girl starts paying my rent. <laughs> All right. So. so you know, and, and it wasn't like a thing like, Colby, if you want, I can pay the rent. It's like some stuff like she just left the money in my... Now, how old is this girl? 23 or 22 uh. <laughs> or something like that. Now, how old are you at the time? You're saying 20... I was 25 or 26. Okay, yeah. so like four or five years. Okay. Yeah. So, so, and she's just down to kind of support you at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess so. It was never even, like, talked about. It was just like she left the money on my I feel, table. I feel like there's right? a lot of things not talked about in this relationship. She left the money on the... It was cool, though, man. Like, one day, I remember after, like, she slept over, we had sex. I love how you're right? surprised. Like, no, surprisingly, I was cool with it. Yeah, uh, the chick that you're just having random sex with leaves you money, and you're cool with it. And yeah, she leave me a note, like, why don't you go buy some shoes for yourself today? And I'm like, this is great. I don't, I don't work. I got the day off. I can yeah. just go buy shoes. Yeah. Right? Uh, but no, I really did care. I mean, but the problem was I, I was deep in, though. I, I really cared about the chick. And right. I, and I now, think vice versa. You, if she, I mean, I now, just now, paid my Here's rent. the thing. Like, are you saying stuff like, hey, 
we got to end it with this other guy. No, uh, no, I was just playing it. Cool. You never, you well, never, especially when she's paying my rent. Well, yeah, I know. Now you you kind of lose leverage. Right? Yeah, I lost leverage, and I hey, was like, "Hey, you got to stop fucking that guy, and you got to keep paying my rent." <laughs> well, like an idiot, though, I do end up while I'm unemployed giving her the ultimatum. Really? See what happens is, well, I had a couple embarrassing moments in a good way. I mean, like one time her boyfriend called, and I, this is like the week that things went down. But what started it was, I think her boyfriend called, and we were at a bar, and I was really drunk, and she was really drunk, and, but she, her boyfriend called, she picked up, and she shushed me in mid-conversation. Oh. And, and I resort, No one likes yeah, me, when I'm, when I'm really drunk, and I'm an Irish guy, it just doesn't, <laughs> you don't just doesn't go. So pretty, I feel really horrible about this. Uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> I yelled some horrible things really loud <laughs> about her, and the whole bar stopped. It was like the DJ cutting. <laughs> you know? Record scratching. Yeah. Uh, so that was like, we had one or two little problems there. And then finally, you know, I was thinking, uh, I was like, man, I got to just do this. I, I, like an idiot, if I had it over to do again, I either would have cut it off in the beginning or I would have cut it off after I had a job. <laughs> Cause I give her the ultimatum and I have no, she's like, I figured she's like looking on it. She's got one hand, like Colby, good personality. Other guy, good personality. Probably. I don't know. Right. <laughs> uh, Colby, no job. This guy, great job. Right. Yeah. And everything else that falls in line, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a scumbag comic trying to you know this yeah sure so you're an artist pursuing yeah. the arts. Yeah, so you go. laid down the ultimatum basically at some point. I laid you down did the ultimatum. Get to yeah, me or him, but it was like a year in, right? Yeah. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. And then she what? She just said, well, "I can't do this." Or well, that's the thing is like uh, we were so atta- we uh, literally it was crazy because it was like a real relationship for me because. I was hanging out like five – she was sleeping in my house four or, five, four or five days of the week, right? Which is like more than every chick that I've ever dated stays at my house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so uh, once I dropped the ultimatum thing, the next night she hits me up. We we hook up again. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't, I wasn't too good on my – It is hard for guys to lay down the ultimatum like, listen, yeah. not going to – Okay, we can yeah. still have sex, but... I get but... drunk, and then I'm like, okay, come up here. Let's talk it out. Right? Yeah. We need to just cry it out for a little bit and then have really sweet, intense sex for a while. <laughs> then I'm going to blow a butt outside and just, yeah. you know, make a sandwich on my Foreman grill and just think about <laughs> Sports Center for a while. So then, so then I, I force myself the next night. I'm like, okay, I, I lay down the, the ultimatum again, right? Yeah, and this time I know, like she, she's going away for a couple of days or something. She's got to stay down in Orange County, and I get like seventy-two hours to think about this. And I'm like, man, she's, you can clear your yeah, head. But she's sex. like making plans with me. She's like, next Monday, we're gonna go bowling, right? And you know, so she's just basically calling your bluff on the ultimatum, yeah. saying like, you know what? Yeah, she's saying, hey, you don't got any leverage. You're not gonna, yeah. you're not gonna actually pull the trigger on this. So then I jet out of town for a month. <laughs> Really? I had a job opportunity come up, but it was part of that was I knew I was going to I was going to cave. Yeah. So play hardball yeah, on her. Yeah. Now what was the job thing just real quick? It was a uh, Washington Post. <laughs> Washington Post? I had an opportunity to throw some newspapers for a month <laughs> in Washington DC, the Washington Post. Okay. And I went there and I knocked it out just to get some money so I wouldn't be depending on this girl. All right. Yeah, and in that month, you know, then I come back Okay. And for You're a like, sorry, person, sorry yeah. sweetheart, the paper route's yeah. calling on the East Coast. <laughs> Told you I'd have a job. I have a future. <laughs> You're the only guy who takes a plane to a paper route. Yeah. <laughs> and a train for a bartending job. 
I love I love your commitment there. <laughs> hey, the news has to get out. So so yeah so, <laughs> and then I come back and what do I do? I hook up with her again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the best. I'm not the best. At, uh, <laughs> I love that. Things. You're like, hey, one month away. Yeah, clear my I'm head. Back. <laughs> come back like it took like 48 hours. 48 hours. Like, I took the train down to Orange County. <laughs> Hey, you got a free ride to Orange but County? I did. I got that free ride, you know, and I'm pretty sure she paid for my drinks that night. But, but yeah, so anyway, but I really did like this girl, and I was really upset that she, she in a sense, chose him. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, so you hook up again, and then what, what was the final slowly, breaking I'm, point? I'm just slowly really leaving myself or leaving the, you know, slowly even though I checking coming, out. Yeah. So it happens, and then, like, I think she does the same thing because I'm pretty sure even months after that, I had a few drinks, and I would text her and say, and vice versa. She would, but it just never. Just slowly whittled away. There was never slowly whittled away. There was never like another big explosion incident. Uh, oh, there was actually. Yes, October of uh, October of whenever the hell this was. Sure. Uh, my friend had the idea. She she we have a mutual friend, and she was drinking with my mutual friend, one of my best girlfriends, and oh. When I say drinking, they went out for a drink, one drink. Yeah. At the same time, me and my buddy that I haven't seen in a long time comes up to L.A., and when we party, we party very hard. We went yeah. to a concert, and I'm pretty sure we, we dropped about $200 in tequila, right? <laughs> so we are – I am so drunk. Like, I'm making a fool of myself at this concert. I'm falling over bottles and stuff. Been there. And they get the idea. They all of a sudden hit me up and saying, hey, you know, she wants to come visit you. And I'm hammered, Right. Mm-hmm. She wants to go with the friend, but I don't think anything of it because I'm hammered. I'm like, yeah, come up here, right? They come up there. I'm assuming they're drunk. They're not, though. I, so <laughs> this is the worst is that I'm completely hammered. Oh, geez. And then she's like, let's have a private conversation. <laughs> Which leads That's to always me, the worst when you're blackout drunk. And let's this have was a an, private yeah, conversation. <laughs> this was another embarrassing. It was very much like the bar scene. It, a lot of it was yelling. I think I might have said, and she started crying. Then I might have said some really, I don't even, should I just say what I... Yeah, you People, can go I, on I it. said, why don't you go cry on your boyfriend's dick? <laughs> but I didn't say it like that. I yelled it like, why don't you go cry on your boyfriend's dick? <laughs> and my, my friends are hearing it in the other room because we're in the one room. And it was really embarrassing. I think I, I think I punched a metal pipe, almost broke my hand. I love and, uh, guys do that to themselves. Yeah. Women don't do that. They don't beat up inanimate objects and like injure themselves. Guys like just get that. Listen, yeah. like I'm rational enough that I can't hit you, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> I don't hit women. I hit. <laughs> I hit yeah. rods and TVs yeah, and, and walls and drawers. <laughs> drywall. Drywall has saved a lot of domestic violence <laughs> just by guys going, you know what, Jesus freaking Christ, and just pounding on the drywall. They just yeah, no, that's it. Basically. Instead of marriage counselor, you just get a nice piece of drywall you can work on. You, you'll be able to figure things out. Yeah. So you guys, you, sounds like having a pretty big blow up. Oh yeah, this was the one. I mean, this was the <laughs> one. There's no coming back from this one. You know, like, and I was like, I, I mean, to be to this day, I still regret it because the next day I felt awful. I mean, she might have been, you know, we doing some s- stupid sh- shit, and I might have been doing some stupid shit. But I, I don't think anyone should ever take it. I took it really far. I think I <laughs> threw some shit, did some crazy. My apartment was a fucking wreck, you know? Like, uh, so, so yeah, but it, it ends at that point, I would say. It, yeah. It was the final. It's generally how it goes. Yeah. But, I mean, we still kind of, I mean, 
I, I still hold her in high regards. Wish her the wow, best. Wow, so now you still uh, friends on Facebook? No, she blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> I still hold her in high regards. She, uh, she blocked me on Facebook. She blocked me, but I, I appreciate that, you know? <laughs> You're like I, a drug I know addict. How it is, right? You're like a drug addict who the drug dealer says, "No more crack for you," and you're like, "Good call." You're a good guy. <laughs> hey, can I su- can I suck your dick for some more right crack? There? No, you won't let me do that. That's what I like about you, Tony. You're a good dude. Right there, man. So now she, <laughs> so now you don't even know. Did she? I guess you don't really have any resolution past that, right? Just end it, and that's it. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I got. I think I got an email around Christmas that was a one letter word saying asshole. Really? Not one letter word, one word email. Uh, yeah, asshole exclamation point. So and then like, you respond to that? I did not. I just took it as a hi. How are ya? Just you? Just checking know? back in. <laughs> hey, that's when you know there's still there's some still embers kicking around. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to venture down that route again, I don't think, buddy. I think I learned my lessons. I do do wish her the best. You know, she was a cool chick, and, 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 and <laughs> I like, you know. Hey, she's she's out there the somewhere. She's a good person. <laughs> I owe her a lot of money. Yeah. So hey, I got you love. sound I got like you did her right for yeah, yourself. You know? Now, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Colby. But now, then I wrote a movie script about it. Yeah, no, you wrote a movie script about it. Okay. Um, how much of it did you kind of keep to the actual stories, and how much did you change? Uh, I'd say it was like 50%, maybe 60%. But I mean, there's certain parts that are dead on. Yeah. They're 100%. But then, of course, you know, we had to. Make it, you know, we add Rob's character in. Rob, yep. Rob. You gotta throw Rob in. Yeah, throw Rob in and throw some stuff there. Crowbar Rob in. By the way, and, and to give you an idea, just to, to the, this is a funny moment. Sure. Rob met the chick once. I was doing a show in Norwalk, of all places. Okay. And, uh, Hole in the wall in One, one of the first County. times, I, the second time I'd ever met Rob. Yes. We did this contest and she randomly showed up, right? Now, the, the girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. And, the, uh, and, and, and it was terrible because I knew I was going to fall back in the same thing. It had been like <laughs> six months or a year or something, right? It is tough for guys. Guys just yeah. cannot say no. And there's just certain things when you like a, when you like somebody, the personality and everything, it, uh, it, it, it's stupid. You don't love care. Is blind. Yeah, true love, love is, is blind. blind. <laughs> love is blind and so this is, is your... the Sean Green love line episode, right? Yeah, dude. Love is blind and uh, yeah, so is your sex drive. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Especially with alcohol involved. Um, so... What's, this is funny, though, for Rob's sake, is that, uh, you know, we've been friends for a week. I gave him a ride home that night. Uh, I didn't have a car, but someone else drove me there. So I gave Rob a ride home. He took the subway there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I get home, and we're, you know, we're, fr- we're kind of friends for that week, and then I see that he, he friended her, or, or, or she friended him, right? Oh. So then I send Rob an email, and I'm like, what the fuck? Right? I'm like, you're fucking talking to my fucking girl, you fuck? Yeah, who do you think you are, her boyfriend? I, like, I don't know what you're talking about, right? And I go, don't you fucking touch that guy, <laughs> or some shit like that. <laughs> Who do you think you are, her actual boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> but, but Rob, though, to this day, he says I said it nice, but I don't know. I think I said it like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't see you getting, that's why this is funny to me, too, because you're always, I mean, in all my dealings with you, you've been very happy-go-lucky and not really that fired up. When I get, it's really when I get the whiskey or the tequila. Yeah. You know? Tequila, you get the alcohol, you kind of take it to the next level. A, I would say the, uh, the relationship Hit its worst parts three times. I almost got arrested in San Diego once with her, and all of it was a result in, in, of tequila. Now, just what? Just you just being that drunk off the tequila? Well, tequila puts me as a different, wildly drunk. 
other alcohol as I can handle. I, I, first off, I, I love tequila. I still drink it all the time. Yeah. Uh, no, so but, you haven't learned your lesson on any yeah, sort of level. I have not learned my lesson. I, like I said, I don't think of things logically. Like, you you, you know, you were trying to do it. I just kind of yeah. go. I think about things yeah. logically, but we're still in the same position. So I don't know <laughs> if it really helps, Colby. <laughs> I'm still drinking whiskey and don't have a car, so. We're, we're kind of in the same boat here. That's good. You know, I don't even want one. Huh? There we go. Yeah, exactly. But, Fuck cars. Uh, <laughs> go green. Exactly. <laughs> I do it for the environment, baby. So then I write a movie script. Thought it was gonna be, everyone liked it uh, and thought it was going to be done. And we got gassed and we partied and thought it was a done deal. Thought we had like actors signed on and stuff. And what, just all fell apart? Everything fell apart. It was terrible. No. That's, okay, but then... So that fell apart, but then low lives you were able to put together with. Well, like I said, how that happened was, we had wrote it in two thousand eight or nine, and for a Spike TV writing contest. Yeah. It didn't finish first, but it finished top ten, and we kind of just threw it on the back burner. Then we just threw it away. I mean, not, we, we had sent it out to some people, but we just hadn't heard. I hadn't like, and then January this past January, I get a call, and they're like, "Yeah, we want to. I love this script. I want to do this." And I'm like, "Yeah." Okay. <laughs> exactly. I got to go back and read it because I don't even know which version of the script you have. Right. You know? like, uh, so then the money comes in, and this is, this is great. Our producer. Yes. <laughs> the producer? Yes. Did, did, did Rob tell you about that? Yeah, yeah. You can do it again, though, for people if they didn't oh, hear that man, episode. It's my, great. Our producer, or, or hold on, our producer is a producer. He works at a grocery store in Colorado <laughs> doing produce. <laughs> He's a manager. I don't know how this happens. I don't know how we found him. I don't know how. Uh, but he's a good hes a good son of a bitch. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the money. I hope you like the product. <laughs> Hopefully this is in season for yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, you know, so thank you. Uh, I'm not even. Uh, but, yeah, he's a, he literally works at a grocery store. Yeah. No, and. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, threw me a bone. I played a uh, crossing guard with a mustache, kind of a cop-looking character. Uh, Rob, I think, is driving a car in the pilot, almost hits me a couple times, dodge out of the way. Very fun. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. And speaking of not having a car, I um, there was a whole thing getting down there. I took, a, took like three buses and then had my bike. And I got down there in San Pedro because you guys were shooting basically right on the water. It, it looks yeah. cool. Remember, the- Tony Scott died. Tony Scott, the, uh, the, the the director that jumped off the bridge. Oh wow, that was we the bridge right he jumped off yeah, of. Oh okay, yeah, off. no, yeah. that's that same Tony Scott, the um, directed Top Gun. Top Gun. Yeah. Wow, that's a great bridge to jump off of. Um, it it's like a, nice it's a bridge, really right? nice bridge. It's in San Pedro. San Pedro, is, if if you guys aren't familiar with Southern California, San Pedro is the Pittsburgh of Southern California. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a huge harbor town. Um, I've been there a lot just because if you ever take a boat out to Catalina Island, a lot of times you go through San Pedro. So I was down there. Now, here's the thing. Like, I could take a bus. I took, like, two or three buses to get down to San Pedro from L.A. It's kind of a hike. And, uh, but I couldn't get over the bridge. Like, for some reason, I don't know, the buses didn't work out. They could get over the bridge. So I was there on my bike, and I was like, am I going to ride over this bridge? And then I go up there, and it's like, like a Coco's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, there's a diner there where all these, like, guys from the port uh, hang out and have their, uh, you know, their morning breakfast. So I sit there, and then I call you guys. I'm like, you guys are going to have to send a PA to come get me. My bike's chained up. And then 
Who did pick you up? So I forget. One of the guys uh, working on the set there with you, helping out. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, okay, this will be cool, fun day. I order a breakfast burrito. I'm by myself. I'm like, oh, you know, waiting for the ride. I'm like, this is great. Just sit down, enjoy a nice breakfast burrito. I love breakfast burritos. I, I do Sitting there, and then I'm like halfway through, and then I get a call. Like, they're right outside. And I'm like, ah, breakfast burrito is something you can't rush. It's like <laughs> – it's like you're taking a whiz at a urinal, Colby. You can't just stop I midway with the breakfast burrito. I, I understand. I'm pro breakfast burrito. So I scarf it too, down you know? and then get in the car, get over there, hanging out, doing the shooting thing. And, uh, yeah, you know, kicking around all day, kind of going here and there, hanging out in the set, chilling, this and that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then it's like, all right, we, uh, okay, it's wrapped. And then I'm like, oh, hey, can I get a ride back? Sure. You can get a ride back, <laughs> and then I don't know. I don't know if you remember, but I was oh, like, "I remember." My knee still hurt. I think <laughs> I was also. I go. Uh, the thing is, my bike's over at Coco's, the diner. So we go back over the bridge. And this is a big bridge in San Pedro, overlooking the harbor. Very majestic. All these container ships, kind of cool. Basically, the wire. If you ever seen the wire, I think season two, where they're down <laughs> at the harbor. Yeah. Very much like the wire. Head back over the nice big bridge, wrapping up a long day of shooting. Just want a relaxing ride back home. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, got to get this bike in. And then it's just like me taking the wheel off, jamming it around. And it's three people in a uh, in like a Volvo. Was yeah. it, it was Rob's Volvo. Yeah. Volvo sedan. And Rob's got all this stuff from the shoot, like milk crates with like lights and yeah, scripts so, and so much boxes. Stuff, and then yeah. I got to fix my fit my bike in there and then we got to bring the seat down and the wheels got to pop up there <laughs> and then if i just move my seat up colby can squeeze his knees in yeah, my just... knees were pressed against the glove box yeah, i felt really bad and then i get like a cut and i'm just bleeding out on the thing and i'm like god what a what a long yeah, ass day that was that was a very bad ending to, to a day to a so day. i i felt relieved uh, and I was uh, honestly no offense to you guys personally, but if I was if I would have got scrapped from the film all, or the pilot altogether, I would have murdered you and Rob personally. <laughs> I would just, I mean, I didn't get a lot of FaceTime. I'm fine with that. I'm not. I, I understand well, the well, scene. Next time it's gonna be more. I it's a reoccurring character. I understand the scene. I'm fine with it. But if I would have got cut out completely, I would have personally strangled you and Rob with my bare hands. It's like, you motherfuckers, I hung out in San Pedro for 10 hours. I want 15 seconds on my reel. But no. Just so you know, though, if it does get picked up. Sure. We did have a, I mean, this could always change depending if we do get picked up. But we wanted you to play the rival of Rob. Like, yeah. You're kind of like the, 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 the douchebag, cool douchebag high school guy. I could play that. You know? So you'd be a really I like that. And, yeah, I'm down, man. So. I'm, I'm down to act in a TV show. Surprisingly, yeah, you're I know down, we're just right? doing a, drinking a couple of <laughs> beers, hanging out, doing a podcast at my place. Don't let, don't let me come off too high and mighty that it will turn down a legitimate TV offer from you guys. Uh, uh, just know, simpler times, lager, <laughs> available at uh, Trader Joe's, Trader baby. Joe's. Great times over there. I, I've recently tried to, for my own personal health and to save a couple of bucks, Tried to do more shopping at Trader Joe's, doing some grocery shopping there, and love the hummus. Hummus is amazing. The products are, and it's like legitimately cheap. The one thing now, maybe this is just me being a cynical East Coast guy. Trader Joe's is a you know common uh, grocery store. (laughs) Great prices, really good. It's like good, healthy stuff, but like still pretty good tasting. Really surprisingly cheap. 
and the people are really nice. Almost too nice to the point where it's kind of like Scientology. Like Mormon nice. Scientology. Yeah, like yeah. you feel like, okay, so will you guys go in the back and worship some Trader Joe's <laughs> paper bag altar? Like what the hell is going on? I just want to strangle these guys and go, you're a bag boy. You should not be this happy. <laughs> You should be cynical. You should not be making eye contact. They make more money than we do. I don't care if you have health insurance. I'm going to murder you, all right? Because you're too happy. The, uh, another thing, though, is they have the hottest chicks. Oh, yeah, of course they have attractive employees. Everyone's happy you to know, be even there. Shopping. Shopping. <laughs> yeah, great looking women. Yeah. It's, a, uh, it's a great grocery store to go all around. I can't believe I came on air and talked about a relationship. I had no idea I was going to walk onto this and tell a story about the mister and then. This is this is cool. I yeah, <laughs> we we were uh, cl- you know getting into Colby's past. Now, yeah. Colby, before why don't we uh, why don't we scratch a little deeper before you came out to Orange County to get that job at the bar where you met uh, where you met the uh, Mister? Um, describe kind of where you grew up. I grew up uh, in Washington D.C. in the suburbs, sort of. Yeah. Uh, Virginia, Maryland, D.C., they, they call it the DMV. Yeah. Uh, I spent some time working at a grocery store in Maryland. <laughs> now, are you a happy-go-lucky guy with tons of hot chicks, great benefits, <laughs> or no? Amazing hummus? Uh, no, no. The hummus at Giant Food was not that good. Are you familiar with Giant Food? Did they have that in Yeah, no, Giant. Yeah, yeah Giant, Giant is an Eastern that's, regional that's worked, chain. Right? Shout out to Giant. Yeah, that's not funny. under yet. That's one job that has not gone under yet that I know of, at least. Um I was working the graveyard shift, though. I was doing that midnight to 8 in the morning. Okay, now... Uh, Without cocaine. Yeah. I, I don't know how you're pulling that. Now, how old are you when you're working at Giant? 20, 20 or 21. 20, 21. Yeah. All right, so I'm guessing college... Uh, you know you how I quit to... that job? <laughs> no, how'd you, how'd you quit Giant? I quit to go serve newspapers at the Washington <laughs> So is this is this your fallback plan? Is this like your your happy zone? Like, hey, when I get too overwhelmed with life, I can always just sell. You, this literally is an episode of The Wire. You're like, um, who's that? Who's the crackhead? Who's kind of the informant? Is it Omar? Is no, it um, who's that? Jesus. I haven't seen it in a while. I got an animal bite my hand. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but. So yeah, that's my that's my fallback every time. <laughs> every time when things when you get overwhelmed, you just go, "Hey, I can always uh, just sling papers for <laughs> but, the Washington Post." Washington Post might go out of business one day. It's no reason newspaper anymore. <laughs> it's another company that now you'll put be there under. just posting on Facebook <laughs> about how people should check out online Washington Post. So you grew up in the D.C. area, kind of yeah. suburban living. Um, what uh, kind of describe yourself? What were you like in high school? Were you jock nerd? Well, the thing is, I moved schools. Uh, I had the the unpleasant experience of moving, switching schools. Now, what? Uh, how old? Because I I moved around a little bit as a kid. Seventh, seventh grade. Yeah. Okay. See, yeah, because I moved. But I'm the youngest, though. So so. How many How many kids are in your family? I have two blood brothers, and I got some other brothers that live at my house. So. Now is that what step family or? Yeah, uh, pretty much. My dad just took them in. My dad take like uh. Oh, okay. Situations where. That were people weren't they were in shitty situations and my dad would be like, Hey. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so okay, so a lot of kids in the house then? A lot of kids in the house. Uh but that's what I'm saying. When I had when I moved though, I, I felt like my whole foundation uh changed. I had to go to switch schools, which I rebelled against my mom. I was like purposely trying not to make friends. Yes. You know? That'll teach mom. Yeah. I'll be unhappy and out of No, and I, I had the same experience when um 
my parents or my dad moved around a little bit when uh, we were growing up because he was in the Air Force. And then in uh, I had just started middle school in Colorado, and my dad was like, you know what? I'm tired of moving around. I want to go back home where he was originally from, outside of Philadelphia, Bethlehem. Uh, you know, where my mom's originally from. So then we moved. So it was a weird thing because, like, I was in fifth grade, elementary school, graduated that, if you can say graduated, elementary school, started sixth grade, middle school. That was a big transition. You are there for two months. Then I went from a public school in Colorado to a Catholic school in Pennsylvania, which was, like, a whole nother world. And I was Catholic there. school. Yeah. And then I was there for, like, that the rest of that year and then seventh grade and was just so miserable at that. Then I switched over. So, so you know how it is, though. The public yeah. school in eighth grade and then went to the public school in ninth grade. So ton of schools kind of right there in a row. But um, sorry, I didn't mean to step on it. But no, you, no, no. you you moved schools in seventh grade. Yeah, so moved schools and then I became friends. I mean, slowly, inevitably, I was making friends with people. Yeah. And and I'm making a bunch of friends. And then I went and lived on their couches when they were at college. <laughs> All right, so I feel like you're trying to breeze over high school. So uh, high school was cool. I mean, I don't know. I was uh, I didn't get late enough, and uh, so what? Now I mean, you were just like me. I think. Yeah. I hope. So and you seem like a guy who gets along well with other people. Now, was college something you were planning to do? Didn't work out. Something yeah, you just you know, didn't really plan on. Here's what happened. Well, like man. high school. If I ask uh, Colby Dan in 11th grade or 12th grade and I said what are you planning to do after school what uh, would you say uh, I'm one of the few people I would say writing and acting and, and doing, at the time I didn't know I was going to be doing stand up but writing and acting in, in films since I was probably 14 or 15 I wanted to do that I knew I'd be living in Los Angeles oh okay yeah. so you were kind of on that early on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it just took a lot of pressure and you know of uh, being a scumbag and you know <laughs> alright so now Okay. I graduate high school. No, that sounds great. Yeah, graduate right. high school. I was a decent student, C's, C+. Yeah, plus. got through it. Yeah. Could have got into some shit colleges. Yeah, exactly. Didn't want to. Didn't know about my future. My mom told me uh, to, to sign up at the community college. Forced yeah. me to sign up at the community college. And, and your dad was on board, or what was the My dad, dad was saying? like, whatever. Back, Do your own thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. Whatever my mom says. Oh, okay. He backs whatever the hell my mom says. <laughs> So I go to community college, and I'm dipping out on all the classes, except, yeah. except public speaking. Oh, okay. I was pretty good at public speaking. And uh, I tell my parents, I was like, I'm not going back. Well, first they find out that I skipped all these classes, <laughs> right? And then I'm like, I'm not going. They're like, you're either going to go. This is classic. My, my dad, to this day, laughs about this because he's like, like, this is like January is the second semester where I got to sign up. And he gives me like a 48-hour window. He's like, you ask either going to go to college well, you're out of the house. And <laughs> it's like the dad he, and Friday. He thought, yeah, he's a lot, a lot of people compare him to him. Uh, <laughs> so old, old school black guy. Yeah, old school black guy, exactly. But uh, so, so this is funny, though, is that he didn't think I was going to respond the way I did. I dipped out. Yeah, wow. I was gone. He was like, oh, wow. I thought, <laughs> I thought I was making a point where he was going to go to college. Yeah. I hit up my buddies at East Carolina University. Oh, nice. I went down there. I remember my. I remember that was on my list of schools to apply to, because it was like listed in Playboy's top party schools. <laughs> and my parents were like, "No way, are you going to East Carolina?" They're just like really, <laughs> were that's, against that's that idea. My favorite place on earth, maybe. <laughs> I go back normally once a year. Yeah, the, it seems like an awesome school where it's just near Myrtle Beach or something. Yeah, yeah and, it's down uh, there. Yeah. So, so I go down there. I hit up my buddies. I was like, "Yo, I'm, I got kicked out of my house. Can I stay with you guys?" Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, exactly. So I was the guy on the couch down there. You set your career early of just being I, dude on the couch. Dude on the, and that's what I'm saying. I made a lot of money uh, going to classes for other people. Oh, take, really? Taking, taking notes. <laughs> doing dishes. See, you're just, you got that hustler gene. You know, giving blood. So you were just kind of working, what, just working side I job? I didn't have or? a job. It was just like the, the house that I, I live with the four buddies that i'm still good friends with to, to this day uh and and <laughs> they're they're kind of on the rocks but you're still yeah. really good friends yeah with them. yeah they're, they're like damn who's this guy on the couch somehow somehow they never told me to get the hell off the couch no oh, that's I was awesome cool with it that maybe i'm maybe i'm more pleasant than i realized um so yeah they would occasionally be like kobe you do the dishes i'll give you i remember my boy andrew hogan uh would would come in i was flat broke we would go out to the walmart or whatever the hell the the, the, the stores are and he'd be like all right kobe you have ten dollars that I'm giving you. Pick your items and choose wisely, <laughs> right? And I love you, Andrew Hogan, for that because I'll never forget that shit, man. Is uh, I didn't have any money. I had no money, man. I was eating like peanut butter. Yeah. I would take, I would take tomato ketchup packets from Wendy's and heat it up, squeeze it into hot water, and heat it up and eat the tomato soup. It's not a, for homeless people. If you're that, if you're as crafty as uh, Colby, that's a great little meal there. So. But that's also when I definitely got the – that was when I was like, man, what am I doing? You know, I'd, I'd already kind of done a little stand-up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my shit together. I'm going back to uh, – actually, I, I had a pit stop. I went to Virginia Tech and slept on the couch there for a little while, for <laughs> like two months after that. But uh, that was on the way back home, yeah. right? And then I went back home and uh, started doing stand-up harder. And then I was like, all right, I'm moving to California. And that, that's another thing is my dad's like – he was like – I gave him like about a 24-hour notice – Took a backpack, met a met a hot girl that that was at the premiere last night. <laughs> on the way there, uh, so shout wait, out what do you mean? What do you mean on the way there? Uh, well, I'm an idiot. All right, so sure. When I flew to California, I just brought a backpack. I didn't have anything, <laughs> right? Yeah. I uh, like an idiot. I hadn't really been on an airplane. Okay, sorry. So, yeah. I, just to clarify a little bit, so you moved back home, and now how long are you at home before Probably you like make six months? Okay. Maybe, maybe, yeah, probably six, I want to say six, maybe, maybe like ten months, but I think six. Okay, so you're only a couple years out of college, or I mean out of high school, Yeah. and you said you had a job waiting for you in California, or how did that work? Well, that's because I I ended up bartending at a spot in Fairfax, Virginia called Champs with two Ps. Okay. (laughs) Champs with two Ps. You find out they have a spot in Orange County. Yeah. Boom. You put in for the I, I, transfer. Yeah, like an idiot, though. I'm like, Orange County, L.A., they're right next to each other. It's perfect. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but then I you know, I hadn't really been on any airplanes or anything in my life. And I, <laughs> this girl that I worked with, uh, her name was Hala. She was kind of hot. She was cool. Uh, I haven't seen her in forever, talked to her forever, but shout out, Hala. Um, she's like, I can get you a standby ticket for $40. Right? So I'm like, uh, Done. But little did I realize it was 4th of July weekend. So when I fly out there, I spend about 36 hours in the Phoenix airport. Yeah. Right? I get uh, my layover. I get to D- from D.C. to Phoenix, first try, standby. Then stuck in Phoenix forever, man. I was like Tom Hanks in the terminal. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I know the, everyone. I was like, but it, so then I fly to L.A. from there and, and become a sc- the scumbag that I am today. Right? <laughs> I love how you're so proud. And then become the scumbag I am today. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I think that's a great place to wrap things up, Colby. Amazing life. Amazing times. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for for being a part of Low Life, brother. Sure. No, uh, anytime. And, uh, 
yeah, hopefully uh, people will be able to see that one day and uh, see it as a show. Um, where can uh, yeah promote? You got stuff going online or yeah shows yeah yeah. Or what's uh, a- Twitter at the Kobe D. Yep. Uh, Instagram at the Kobe D. Facebook backslash at the Kobe D. And that's just the letter D, not D E E or some weird exactly. shit like that. Yeah. But uh, and I got some shows. I'm doing the Ice House on October 21st, I believe. Okay. I'm doing some other garbage shows before that, <laughs> hitting a place called Pink Taco, I think. All right. On Sunset? You know that room? No, no, no. I didn't realize they were doing a I room I didn't know there. that either, but someone told me, they're like, hey, and I was like, do you want to get on the show? And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's how, how it works. goes in Los yeah. Angeles. Hey, they're running some shit room. Do you want to do it? <laughs> exactly. Sure, cool. I'll be there. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so, yeah, that's, I got some shows, and... Uh, Hit him up on Twitter. Very funny guy. Really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening to The Green Room. We do it live here every week on SeanTGreen.com. This has been The Green Room. Should have seen she was really naive. Shit, she was still only 19. And he was many years older. But he seen her walk by in them tight jeans. And he looked at her like, that's my queen. Cause he thought that he could mold her. But it's over. Yeah. No. Larry was a 39-year-old dude who was getting over divorce and a custody feud. And he'd been single now about a year and a half. He liked to hit the strip club for a beer and a laugh and one particular girl. And his mind was a standout. Knew exactly when she worked, had his schedule planned out. And he would hand out money and advice to her often. She liked him. Smile when he walked in and he was real witty and her laughter was genuine. She was real pretty with that passionate feminine touch that he had missed so much since his wife left. So soft with her clothes off, she was priceless. Hypnotized.